Hello and welcome to the Seems Legit Podcast, hosted by your favorite craft beer drinking, whiskey sipping, bourbon appreciating, sushi eating, steak craving, speedo wearing, tell like it is, poker playing guitarist, the dude himself, the dude Sonny D. I want to thank you all so much for tuning into this episode of the Seems Legit Podcast. If you aren't already doing so, please follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at the dude Sonny D. Alright, there's many things we can talk about and many things over the next few weeks we are probably going to, and I, I shouldn't say the next few weeks. We don't know where we're at and and how long this is going to go on for, but uh, something for us to talk about in the next uh, little bit and over the next little while, I think, is uh, just a variety of things, right? Just, you know, that's why I have the Seems Legit podcast is to talk about my passions, my interests, my hobbies, my likes, whatever. And uh, so let's talk a little bit. We haven't done a Whiskey Wednesday in a little bit. It is Friday and uh, maybe we should start doing like happy hour Fridays or something. Uh, but we haven't talked booze in a while and I can't be your favorite crap beer drinking whiskey sipping bourbon appreciating you know and the list goes on but uh, without talking about it once in a while and uh, so I figured why not in this episode let's talk about that let's let's talk about this so even in quarantine I think we can do a little toast to whiskey Wednesdays and do a little self whiskey Wednesdays or something or maybe I can involve uh, Jess or my mom in wine Wednesdays uh, we can do Taco Tuesdays, to make tacos and talk about it, uh, open wine and talk about whatever it might be, but something here to, you know, just lighten up the mood a little bit. Uh, but today, yeah, let's talk about booze. Let's talk about booze, baby. Uh, remember, always consume, uh, be responsible, be safe um, uh, when uh, consuming alcohol uh, in general. Uh, but nonetheless, and I and I pardon me if I sometimes intertwine terms here. I am uh, playing uh, in a poker tournament online right now as I record this episode. Uh, but uh, regardless, uh, that's that's just the way it is sometimes. So, with that being said, uh, yes. So one of the big things, and I touched on this in the last episode was the idea of, of certain businesses getting into other avenues, whether it be business avenues, distribution avenues, just reach avenues. And uh, one I really want to talk about today, um, because this is one, um, a, a local company, local business. Uh, this is unsolicited. This is just you know me talking, um, supporting local here, is uh, just the craft beer, kind of the local craft beer industry, if you would. And, um, you know, just where, how, you know, I think it's such a vital um, and in, you know, industry in, in general and what it's done and, and the opportunities uh, it has created for itself. You know, now that we're online and now that certain businesses are like, well, wait a second, we still only, you know, we still have rent, we still have overhead, we have, you know, costs we need to uh, meet, you know, expenses to be paid. Uh, you have to find new ways of bringing in revenue. And one of those things uh, is uh, none other then uh, craft beer, local microbreweries. Um, I love craft beer. I, I was, and, and it was funny because I was introduced into craft beer uh, early in my 20s. Um, so I had this buddy and I still have this friend. Uh, my friend Maddie uh, introduced me to um, beers. He one day said to me, he says, you know something, I want you drinking better. And I was like, I'm, an, I'm not an alcoholic. And he's like, no, 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 no. I don't mean like that. I just, I want you drinking better stuff. And he says, I don't want you drinking like a 20-something-year-old kid. I want you drinking like a man. And uh, so I was like, okay, Maddie, uh, whatever. And uh, Maddie's a beauty. Like Maddie's just an absolute gem. And uh, nonetheless, 
Oh, I'm in a tough spot here on a hand. Uh, fuck, do they have a queen? I could easily have a queen. Fuck it. I don't want to lose the chips. Uh, anyway, uh, he introduced me to craft beers. Um, and I believe the first kind of really nice craft beer he really introduced me to was um, from Unibrew uh, out in Quebec. Uh, and they were kind of one of the first ones that I got introduced to that had a, a Canada-wide scope. Uh, they were craft beer but had, you know, national distribution, um, so to speak. And um, he got me into that. And to this day, I still enjoy the Unibrew beers. I think they are fabulous beers. I uh, just lost another race. My word. It's not going uh, well for me today uh, in this particular event. Uh, we're going to have to turn this around. But uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, it just it, it is what it is. And uh, Maddie introduced me to better beer. So I, I still got into that. Um, the local original Joe's back in that day was all about, you know, they made their own beers. It was all craft beer. Um, it wasn't just your run-of-the-mill, you know, bar of beer. And I was like, I, I can appreciate that. And then so we, he really got me in and that's how I got started into that. And um, it's just kind of carried forward and grown. And, you know, I consider myself a, a craft beer, you know, lover. I, I do enjoy craft beer way more than I enjoy uh, mass produced uh, beer. And there's nothing against it. Everybody has their own taste. This is just for me. And in doing so, as the craft beer industry has kind of expanded um, across Canada, especially locally, and we have different options here in Winnipeg and uh, more and more options here in Winnipeg. It's just been nice to go sit down, have a delicious made-in-that-building beer. Um, <clears throat> and it's just something I've enjoyed. So uh, I live relatively close to one of them, uh, TransCanada um, Brewing Company, uh, and they have some great beers. And one of the things they do um, or that they've been offering is if you live within a certain radius of them, and it's a pretty large radius, uh, you get free delivery, free even same-day delivery if it's before a certain time. Fuck yeah, I like that. Um, and it's contactless delivery. So one time I just had to hold it, uh, the ID up to the door. That was good. They left it. They took off. See ya. Another time I was actually outside um, playing with the kid and uh we stayed in the garage i had pre-left my license in the front of my in the dash of my car had my car pointing outwards um they were able to go leave it so there's ways to do it while maintaining social distance and i talked about this in the last episode how yes this has changed how i would consider buying beer in the future 100 percent. this is an incredibly handy um way uh, efficient way of getting me my beer especially because i'm familiar with them that yes for regular beer purchases moving forward as long as they keep you know either low delivery or whatever a i'm helping local b i am getting delicious craft beer fresh beer um and delivered to me so moving forward even once this is all over and you can go and whatever that's time i've bought back that's time for the things that i've determined are more important to go than buying my booze um, the liquor stores here, um, and I don't know where it was, like everywhere, um, charge a fee. Uh, so that changes things a little bit. Uh, but, and I like to go in and see what the air miles bonuses are and such. But uh, <laughs> as that does dictate things for me, I have tried many a delicious thing, um, whether it be wines, whiskeys, whatever it might be, because of air miles bonuses over the years. So I cannot uh, uh, poo-poo too much on the air miles bonus. But what I can do is say that these uh, beers have been great. And the fact that I can get my beer, and even if I wanted to pay, depending on what things are worth, it's, it's, it's all about value to you. 
right? So, you know, looking at it, yeah, $8 might seem like a lot, but in the grand scheme of it, it might not even be that much if it's buying you back that much of your time. If you're a busy, young professional with young kids, it could be tough to be like, fuck, I need to go and spend, you know, that half an hour, you know, whatever trek to the liquor store, you know, that's time you bought back. So there are ways to think of this and, and take out positives from it uh, moving forward. Um, but focusing on the craft beer and is, and I understand a lot of them. So kind of going through this, this is something where, yeah, seeing what the delivery options are and ordering options are. Yeah. It allows me to connect with those local breweries and try more of their beer and experiment. And there's some I like from this brewery, some I like from that. Like I'm already at that stage where I have different breweries that I like their beers for different characteristics. Another local brewery, one great city ordered a keg, um, from the place, uh, for my birthday. That was um, something, and actually Jess got that for me. So that was my birthday present from Jess. I said, I always wanted to do a birthday party where I got a keg. We had some people over. Um, I cooked, as uh, we all know, I do love to cook, and I like to believe I'm fairly proficient at it. So uh, I knew the food I wanted to eat for my birthday party. So guess what? I made it. So I did all the cooking for my birthday party. Jess set up the beer. It was delicious. It was a wonderful fucking night. I think everybody truly, 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 truly enjoyed it. Um... And it was just kind of my idea. And so that's another way. And, and, and the, it was funny because we had looked at some of the different breweries. And this was a situation where I was like, yes, actually for my birthday and my knowledge of all the beer offerings, I believe this is the beer that is the broad, that will cover the broadest range of beer drinkers and people can enjoy this. So that was nice. Um, and, uh, thank you again, Jess, for that wonderful, 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 uh, birthday present, um, truly was, um, you know, made my, made the just night, made my birthday, made it everything I could imagine and, uh, love. So that was great. But again, it's these ways of doing it, you know, coming out of this in the summer, you know, hopefully, you know, we have some degree of normality, you know, I can have some friends over, we can have a nice backyard barbecue again. That's something where, yeah, you know, everybody chips in, you get a nice fresh keg of beer, put the ice, man, that's a good night. That's a good time. You know, you can sell me on that time any day, any day. I'm fucking game for that. I, I want to be clear on that. I am always game for that. And, uh, so yeah, we'll see, uh, how this shapes up, but that's one thing. So it's allowed me to do that and figure out kind of where I sit with the variety of, of beers. Cause not all beers are the same. And, or at least it shouldn't be. Not all craft beer should taste the same. This IPA should taste different from that IPA, which should taste that different from that IPA. And uh, I mean, for everyday kind of, well, for everyday beer drinking, <laughs> that sounds so bad. But uh, but I, I, you know, as of right now, I can't think of a better term. So yeah, so for everyday beer drinking, like the Trans Canada beers are kind of a go-to for me. Uh, they mix alcohol content with flavor, with all of that. Um, and for me right now, the two that I'm, I'm really drawn to are their, uh, all right. Lamplighter is their red ale. Oh, I'm drawing a blank on it. But anyway, they have their regular, their, 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 regular, um, red, amber, red ale and their IPA to me. Uh, like I, I do, as I said, I also kind of enjoy the, 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 the I guess more complex beers, so to speak. Uh, they just hit it for me. Those two beers, they do it for me. And uh, yeah, 
So when I'm sitting there and uh, ordering, those are the two I go to. Those are my two go-to right now, my kind of stock up, you know, these are just my have at home beers. These aren't like special treats or anything. And, I, and I'm trying to sound, oh man, you know, I, I'm, I'm beating myself up as I record this episode, I think a little too much, but uh, without sounding like a dick, yeah, those are my, those are the beers I like. So those are the ones I kind of are my everyday um, beers. And so when I when I look at that, I'm like, okay, for sure, um, get those beers. Uh, the nice thing about them and, and, and why I like them, as I said, is they, they provide a nice balance. So their amber ale really hits um, a lot of the notes that I like about an amber beer. It has a little sweetness to it, a little more flavor, that, car- um, that nice kind of caramely te- flavor and almost texture to it. Um, they've really hit that. Uh, sometimes, you know, I've had red ales else, you know, from, uh, and not locally, but just in general, you have them and they're either, they're too much, right? They're really too much. They're too sweet or they, they really have that. They hit those high notes. Um, but they have a nice blend with theirs. So they, they've really mellowed out a lot of the flavors that I, I didn't really like before. And they've really brought up some of the ones that I do like. And I mean, it's not like I've consulted with them and said, this is what I want out of a beer, but no, I found it in their beers. So I'm like, okay, this is nice. I can uh, I can dig this. The other side, so red ales, red ales and, and 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 honey ales are my two kind of like staple beers. The rest kind of works around that. Um, and even a good Weiss or Weiss, I'm not sure the correct pronunciation. So I, I I go back and forth on them, but a nice Weiss as well, a nice Belgian Weiss beer is nice as well. I can always go for that as well. Those are my three. Everything else kind of builds around that. Um, because when you start getting into that, you're kind of getting into flavors that are away from that. So if you get into an IPA, you get into that hoppier, more intense, heavier beer flavor. Um, as you get into your stouts, you're getting into a texturally different experience. It's a naturally heavier, um, like it's almost like a meal in a can, as I always say, um, when you start getting into those beers. So it's just it's kind of what you're looking for in that experience. And I think they complement. Um, the nice thing about the TransCanada IPA that I find is it has a lot of nice flavors. It's a very good intro to IPA beer. If you're not, if you're somebody that wants to get into IPAs, but you're like, man, that's too much or whatever, they have a, their IPA, is it the Lamplight? I forget what it is. You know what? Let me go find one and I'll tell you. No, I'll find one another time. Whatever. Um, anyway, uh, but is it... Anyway, yeah, it's a nice kind of beer where it has a lot of those, it has all that IPA characteristic. It's hoppy, it's got a more intense flavor, it's a little richer of a beer, but it's not at the extreme. It's not, I find it'll cater to the IPA drinker, it'll satisfy us. Like, I do enjoy a good IPA. Fuck do I enjoy a good IPA. Um, But at the same time, I get how IPAs aren't for everybody. Like I enjoy a good hazy IPA. I enjoy a good double, triple IPA. I enjoy those heavy, you know, that that one beer that puts you on your ass kind of beer. I like that. I like that experience. The, those kind of what that. I just I, I like beer. Beer does something. I like it. Beer. I, I am a beer fan, and but that's not for everybody. So those beers can kind of be a little too much. It's hard to introduce people to IPAs when, you know, it's such an extreme jump from what they may be accustomed to. That's, that's, that's one of the things I found in that struggle is like, well, I'd like to get you into IPs, but yes, it is a, it, it's a big ask. 
Um, and it's funny because actually my buddy Nick and I've recorded some episodes of the podcast that uh, I have to go through and, 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 and put up uh, with Nick. But uh, one of the comments is Nick always says, I know more about whiskey and more about beer. So he's like, if Sonny's ordering that and says that I like it, he's like, I trust that Sonny knows what I'm talking, that knows me well enough to know what I, I like and, 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 will, and is palatable to me. Uh, their beer, their IPA is one that's enjoyable to even the person who, like a Nick, like I would say Nick likes beer. We have, you know, that's what we do. We go out for beer, but he's not going to drink the intense IPAs that I'm going to drink. He, that's not his cup of tea. Um, so he can... So this for him is that, okay, I want something a little more in terms of flavor and stuff, but I don't want, you know, that extreme. This hits that for him. It's a great, as I've said, great um, kind of intro to IPAs for any of you out there. So I, I highly recommend it for any of you in the Winnipeg area uh, listening. Uh, check out TransCanada Beer. They have a great um, range, but those are the two kind of for me right now that I've been ordering and uh, really uh, enjoying is the... Um, are those two beers. I, I've really personally found and, and gotten a, a, an enjoyment out of those two. Those are kind of my two. Um, uh, the rest of my family likes the Pilsner, actually. They like their Pilsner. And, and I got to say, I'm not really much of a Pilsner drinker myself. Um, but uh, when I'm wanting a light, light beer, you know, I can imagine on a nice hot day, it's a good one. It, it is. So for on the lighter end of the scale, if you don't want to get into something too, like, kind of watered down feeling but you don't want something intense or a kind of specialized flavor, great option as well. So the Pilsner, the IPA, and the Red are kind of where we've been going uh, in our little family unit, but to, to each their own. But it's just, it, it's as I was saying, it's opened up a new avenue, right? So rather than where you would think, oh, I'm just gonna go to a liquor store or whatever, A, no, I can get the beer from and support local business. And that makes me happy, especially at a time like this. Um, it's provided with a little connection uh, with the outdoor world. And as I said, can't complain uh, about that. Um, what have I been doing? I haven't really been dipping too many. What else did I try? Oh, uh, and the other thing too is the growlers. So they do growlers there um, where you can get a growler of one of their kind of specialty kind of beer of the week, beer of the day thing. So uh, last time I did an order, I tried two, um, both IPAs, of course. Um, so more intense IPAs than their regular standard one that you can buy, you know, in cases of 24 or 8 or whatever it is. <coughs> I think there they do, they sell them in, in units of kind of either 8 cans or 24 cans, which is nice. Uh, but uh, being that it is what it is, uh, I, got, I treated myself to a couple of those. I felt, you know what, it's been, uh, you know what, just treating myself. It's been a rough couple of weeks. So I got myself a couple of those um, of their seasonal or, or you know, uh, rotational IPAs. Both are fucking fabulous. And the nice thing about the growler is, I mean, you get a couple of sittings out of it, right? You're not going to, you don't necessarily, you're not going to necessarily drink a, a whole growler to yourself. But even if you're, you know, if you're homebound right now and there's a couple of you that are beer drinkers, beer lovers, it's not a bad idea. You both get to try one. You get the growler, which is kind of the perfect amount to have a nice kind of occasion of it. And then you, you know, and then you can do with a couple of them, right? You can order a couple. I don't recommend necessarily ordering, you know, a bunch of growlers and, and, and storing them up because eventually the beer goes flat and, 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 and you lose some of that element and that novelty, uh, idea of the growler and that, that truly fresh beer. Um, you do lose some of that, but, um, as a treat, if you're saying, Hey, you know what? I'm getting beer today and I want something today. Not a bad option. And, uh, so it, again, it's those chains, right? So 
that variety of things. And if you're already familiar with the brewery, it makes ordering those kind of rotational taps a little easier as well. Cause you're like, okay, I'm kind of familiar with their brewing style, with their beer style. Therefore, okay, I'm willing to try this. I kind of know the notes they go for in their varieties of beers. And it's kind of no different than like meats for any of you that watch like things are anything, anything you consume, right? No different than when I talk about whiskeys, right? You kind of become familiar with the the different the notes and flavor tones that uh, the variety of uh, distilleries do, um, and we can talk about whiskeys in another episode, maybe even today. Um, I did a long episode of a little while ago, kind of doing a couple of short ones here, uh, just to kind of hit everything, right? If you just want to listen to me, if you're at home running on the treadmill, or just wanted a little break from work, whatever it might be, I'm here to fill some time for you. Uh, but yes, uh, even every distillery kind of has their signature kind of, you know, flavors and textures and experience they want you to have, right? They want, you know, if you get a Glenfiddich scotch, yes, there's, you know, like there's the different ages and all of that and the different additions, but there's something to drinking Glenfiddich at all the age points. There's something to drinking Chivas Regal at all the different age points. There's different, there's something to drink in Johnny Walker, at all of the age points, Jack Daniels to get into the Irish whiskeys, you know, whatever it might be. Um, there's a, there's something there that is wanting to be experienced. And um, so that's, that's kind of cool in itself. That's a really interesting uh, thing in itself. Something to keep in mind and that beer is no different than that. Wine's no different than that. When it comes to your liquors and um, you know, one distillery, one winery, whatever it is, um, there are signature elements to that product or chain or family of products. Um, and many of you, I'm sure, are familiar with that. But just because you're familiar with it doesn't mean I can't talk about it. These are things to keep in mind and consider as well. That um, with beers as well. Every distillery, every brewery, it might be different. Sometimes they're, they're, they cater to making stronger beers, right? You're seeing that 8 9% across the board. Right, or you're seeing that five to seven percent across the board, whatever it might be, it's interesting in itself. And uh, so that's one thing I've really enjoyed um, going into this uh, co- this kind of quarantining. But you know that I'm happy I still get to kind of enjoy coming out of the quarantine or during the quarantining is that touch the local breweries. Um, you know, I've I've gotten to know kind of some of how each of them, you know, the characteristics, so I know what I'm getting. You know, I, and which makes almost when I see, oh, you have something new, that much more exciting. Because then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Can't wait to try that. So that's another element of it too. But anyway, I've rambled on enough about drinking beer. Uh, make sure you are consuming responsibly and safely. Uh, make sure you are still drinking water, eating a balanced and healthy diet, naturally getting your exercise, uh, whatever. But if you are a beer drinker, you like your beer, um, you're in the Winnipeg area, or even, I don't know what other places are doing. I can't imagine this is something unique to Winnipeg. Um, I mean, geographically and logistically, sure, Winnipeg has some advantages. Um, for a big city, we are relatively small, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, if there's a chance to support a local brewery that you're already familiar with, why not? Anyway, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Seems Legit Podcast. If you aren't already doing so, please follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at the Dude Sunny D. Take care and bye-bye for now.